Hello, this is Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my talk about the Jupiter and Neptune conjunction in Pisces. This is going to be felt very strongly through from March through May of 2022, with the strongest hot spots being around April 8th through 12th. And the closer we get to April 12th, and the closer it is after, or the closer we get to April 8th, and the closer it is to April 12th, those energies will still be very, very strong, and really will be in in full effect for a few months. As is typical when we have outer planets that move very slowly coming together. Any outer planet connections are really important to dive into because they do tend to be long lasting. Their implications also tend to be even longer lasting and they are very universally experienced on the global level down to the individuals. This connection is happening at 23 degrees. So anyone, especially with water or earth signs that are between 18 and 28 degrees and the closer to 23 degrees, the more you are going to feel a blessing from this. But that doesn't mean that anyone is excluded from the possibilities. It just means that you'll definitely get a more direct experience from the connection with your chart if you have any of those water or earth placements close to that. But every single person in the world has a chance to have all of the positive and or challenging experiences from this transit. So nobody is being left out, even if it might have some extra relevance for certain of us. I'd like to welcome everybody who's on YouTube um, and who's been following me for a long time. I've been doing YouTube videos for over 10 years, but I've been doing astrology videos for almost a decade. And I also like to welcome my new listeners on my syndicated podcast, Astro Kisses, which is now becoming very, very widely listened to. So if you're listening to the audio only version of this and you want to have some of the visuals that I'm sharing through the video format, you can find me on YouTube. Just look for Annie Botticelli. Okay, so now let's go to the next level of our talk. Let's just take a quick look at the chart. You can see we've got a lot of clustering in the sky at this time. These are the types of things I'll talk about in the general horoscopes, which are always at least a month ahead, and you can find um, on my YouTube channel, and they do syndicate to my podcast as well. But what we're talking about here is this conjunction between the planet Jupiter and the planet Neptune in Pisces, Jupiter will get to this 23 degrees and they will join there. So that is what we are looking at. Okay, so I always like to think about sorting out the potential effects from planetary connections as mathematical, mathematical equations. Okay, so first of all, what we're working with here is a conjunction and a conjunction is not an aspect that is known to be just positive or just negative, we do have some aspects that are just very clearly difficult, and we have some aspects that are very clearly sweet. But a conjunction is one of those middle ground ones where it could go either way, and it often goes both ways. So you'll see some positive aspects or, asp or manifestations of the transit, and you'll see some challenged ones as well. And the way that we can start to piece together what kinds of things we might see is by looking at our list. Now, before I get to the list, one more quick thing. I wanna give a little context. So 
and actually I don't have this written anywhere, so we'll just stay on this page for a second. Jupiter and Neptune get together around every 12-ish years because Jupiter has a 12-year cycle, so it will pass and cross over Neptune, you know, in 12, 12-ish, 12 and a half or so years. So the last time Jupiter and Neptune got together was around 12 years ago. But the last time Jupiter and Neptune got together in Pisces, that's been a very long time because it's been, well, Neptune has a, a 164 year cycle. So the last time it was in um, Pisces, we're basically talking about 1847 through 1861. And so in that time frame is when Jupiter and Neptune got together in Pisces before now. So some context to think about is look at the things that were going on in the world between 1847 and 1861. We're not going to talk at length about this, but you can research this. And some things that are attributed to Neptune in Pisces and with Jupiter amplifying there's a lot of nationalist movements, a lot of idealism, which we'll get into. Slavery was abolished. Um, trying to improve things for humanity is a very, very general um, and common theme with this type of energy. And we can see that that is coming up again now. So we've got the energy of the utopia, sometimes the dystopia, um, and basically overall trying to figure out how to make things better for as many people as possible and also the world and our ecosystems. So got this plus sign here because we're going to see the traits of Jupiter and see the traits of Pisces and Neptune because Pisces, Neptune rules Pisces so we've got double duty here and see how they can come together. So Jupiter rules everything big and expansive. It has breath and optimism and luck and benevolence, growth and amplification. It rules long distance travel and education and internationality, different cultures, languages, publishing, writing. And Neptune and Pisces rule water and emotions and our EQ, our emotional IQ, spirituality and retreat connectedness and our psyche and mental wellness or lack thereof, addictions and our dreams at night and intuition, escapism, uncertainty, confusion, nebulousness, and art and creativity. We have more things than that too. Jupiter definitely rules excess and Neptune rules the energy of delusion and hidden things, things done in private, generosity, goodwill, so when you combine all of these things, what are the kinds of things we can see? So for example, big water, big plus water, things going on with your house water systems, things going on. I'm really glad that this aspect is not happening in hurricane season, um, but definitely water where it shouldn't be or excess water, topics of water, water cleanliness, um, you know, pollution, those kind of topics. I mean, just I'm giving you examples here, and I'm giving you the equations so that you can play with and and see the the countless ways that these these um, combinations can come through. So expansion, expansion of emotions. We are seeing a very big movement for trying to understand how other people are experiencing something, and to make allowances, you know, for inclusivity 
for other people's views. And there, this, this movement is going to continue with this energy. There might be breakthroughs or notable things. And one very important thing to note is the energy of, you know, having EQ, so a, a high emotional IQ. We're learning more about different words to use. And, um, for instance, on the topic of mental, um, health, trying to take the stigma out of the, this issue of mental health. Every human has this issue, these kind of things. But one thing that, that can happen when we start to bring things out into the open is the feeling of anger or victimhood can be prominent. And the highest expression of these energies is to try to move past, you know, to feel, acknowledge, of course, the anger and those feelings of helplessness that occurred, but to not stay stuck in them and to push through into the connectedness the place where we are all one and where humans do have the same range of emotions. And, you know, it's, it's, this is basically an opportunity that we have to evaluate our emotional and mental wellness, those topics in general, and to get to deeper states of connectivity with our own emotional and mental wellness and that of others, including employers, um, you know, and schools and, and this type of thing. Jupiter has the energy of breath, so it gets its fingers in a lot of pudding pies. And so there's going, this is the energy of diversity. Um, and, you know, mixed here with these Piscean energies, again, we're sort of just expanding this understanding of the fact that emotions are very important. <laughs> and we really, you know, we're, get them on the table and, and start talking about them. So this is this is an increase in this energy. Now, interestingly, Jupiter rules optimism, but Neptune and Pisces energy can sort of roll into the pessimistic side. So it's going to be a very interesting combination, a very balancing combination, where if there's excess pessimism, it could be boosted by the optimism. If there's too much idealism and, you know, not adding realistic points of view that can be balanced and tempered by, you know, by this. So finding a perfect balance between hope and optimism and, you know, the reality and the emotion, the deeper emotions of things. Benevolence mixing with all of these things, you know, so a lot of grace, synchronicity is something else that would be great to be on this list. An increase in deja vu or that feeling that something has happened before in the cyclical nature of things where you, you know, there's like this foggy dreamlike state. You might have been noticing this around this time because we have a lot of Pisces and Neptunian um, elements, Jupiter's and Pisces, you know, and that's, um, Plus we have other planets moving through Pisces. So there's this, this energy of kind of moving through in this dreamlike state and the connection between dream time and waking time and death and life. Sometimes those, those get a little more blurry in a situation like this. So this, this addition of Jupiter to this, you know, very Piscean energy that's occurring and the combination of them, you know, getting close together and connecting is really increasing the odds that we can better understand what happens after we leave this earth plane and connect with people or animals or 
beings that have are not in this earth plane. So those types of energies are very, very pronounced and the chance for those types of connections and understandings are, are definitely multiplied. The energy of addiction can be amplified, but the healing process can also be amplified. So any energy that you can put towards getting help with these things can be very beneficial. This amplification process applying to dreams can make your dream state be crazy. And also the use of your dreams for practical things, solving problems, healing, um, lucid dreaming, connecting, you know, with people who've passed on or animals, pets, or that kind of thing. This energy is very, very, very conducive to the expansion of intuition, the growth of intuition. You know, again, we're, we're just like at taking from this column and adding to this column. And, and those are the types of things that we can see. We've got the energy of travel. Now we've been watching it go back and forth for a long time with things opening up, things closing down. But hopefully this is going to bring a nice opening for many people as far as travel goes, relieving some travel restrictions and expanding, you know, going across the sea to different places in international connections or seaside retreats, those kind of things. Education is another big topic and online education is going to obviously just continue expanding anything with internationality. Now we do sometimes have the energy of uncertainty going on with these Piscean um, energies, but hopefully those won't be too prominent, but there is that chance, this energy of uncertainty and confusion and nebulousness. Um, so Jupiter could expand those things or it could temper them by giving more clarity and direction. Publishing and writing projects and the, those arenas definitely be enhanced. Intuitive writing, we'll do a little adding from this side to that side. So channeling, channeling writing. Many people who've written books, myself included, have had experiences of feeling like information is coming, just flowing in from somewhere, um, from spirit and if, you're, if you've been wanting to try writing, you might have some ethereal assistance. Art and creativity, art for art's sake, can be expanded and amplified with these Jupiterian energies. Again, also channeling in art and creativity can be coming up. The energy of escapism is definitely a topic and, you know, so tempering experiences like, you know, the new types of um, video games, virtual reality, those types of things are continuing to expand. These Piscean energies, these long-term Piscean energies are part of that where we're bringing those experiences into our reality, but there's that nebulousness as to what's real and what isn't. So it's definitely a good suggestion to do everything you can to stay super grounded because it's a very ethereal, very murky, very, you know, um, foggy type of energy. And that can be amazing for spiritual growth and development and 
insights into your ancestry and the Akashic records and, you know, past life regressions. And if you believe in those things, um, your spiritual connection to the divine. Um, so people's spiritual work can definitely go through the roof. And if you're trying to get into those fields, either as your profession or just as hobbies or for personal development, there's definitely going to be massive chances for breakthroughs here. But really, really needing to stay grounded is a very, very good principle to have on your mind over these months, March through May of 2022, that these are most active. And some ways you can do this are to even just stamp your feet, you know, stomping your feet, getting in your feet, feeling your feet touch the ground, noticing how your bones are connecting, just anything that reminds you of that connection you have to the earth. If the weather is conducive for you to be outside barefoot, fantastic. If it's not anything like walking or hiking or exercising, um, also you can do meditation where you imagine your feet are growing roots and diving deep into the earth and going to the molten core of the earth and, and winding around it and then flowing back up and connecting with your feet. Just giving you that certainty, that that feeling of connection to the earth while you stretch ever further into the ethereal planes. This is an amazing time to do inner work or inner self-development, psychology, you know, therapies, things that I love, like the emotional freedom technique, which is tons of free resources online, you know, getting help with something that is too much for you to manage, um, the topics of depression, we talked about the mental wellness, get either an intensification of that or a getting of help with that and an amelioration of that, you know, getting it better and getting the support that you need. So these are just some examples of the way that these combinations can come together. And if you, you know, study the list and you can think about the, those, the different ways that these can connect. Now, one other thing I wanted to mention and must know is that this aspect is also making a 60 degree angle with the transiting North Node and a trine, the most favorable angle in all of astrology with the South Node. The nodes in astrology are very much under discussed and in my mind are the most important placements in the whole chart. And they're not actually even heavenly bodies, they're calculations on the ecliptic. But the North Node is our Dharma, our areas of highest expression in this lifetime. And our South Node energies are gifts and challenges that we came in with, challenges we came in with to heal, gifts we came in to express. And, you know, healing karma is going to be a very, very, very prominent experience, like sudden karmic. We've had quite a bit of this going on because of other aspects lately, a big karmic clear up. But we really have this very strong chance to just unwind karma and patterns that have been present for your whole life and they're just, wow, they're away now. And to step onto your highest expression path to activate your destiny. Now this is a 60 degree angle for your North Node, your highest expression in this lifetime. So you might have to do something with the opportunities that come because these are the ingredients on a counter this is the ingredients in a counter angle, which means that you can have what you need to make a yummy dish, but if you don't take the opportunity and do something to activate it, you could miss the chance to do something. But this trine 
can just bring things without you doing anything. So you might suddenly wake up and realize that you've forgiven somebody or yourself and now you're free um, or, or something, you know, something very sudden and not even intentional could happen here. And if you're trying to use the energy, then it's really there for you. So forgiveness is a very, very big principle because this energy of Neptune is about this forgiveness and is about the place where we're all one and we understand each other because humans tend to do things and we understand the motivations of why if we really think about it because certain things are human nature and the chance for forgiveness is coming up and it's up to you if you want to take it. And you can also do therapies that can help you to actually do this. Also on the topic of healing grief, this energy of Neptune can also rule grief. And if you've been suffering with the loss of something or someone, this might be a time where you actually get help. I myself have had some very bad losses um, through death through the last couple of years and have had a very difficult time with grief. And I've done NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and this has helped me to find normalcy and joy back in my life through the process of grief. So you might want to find a practitioner that does this and maybe finally free yourself of, of some of the heaviness of this energy and this transit is very conducive to help you with this. So I hope that the increased synchronicity and magic of this time, and we didn't talk about that, but Jupiter is definitely, and Neptune, they both have this energy of um, magic in, in, in different contexts, but the expansion of, and what is magic? It's just something amazing that seems to come from an unseen realm or source that materializes in a wonderful way and so we could see a lot of extra magic sparkling around. And the more you look for it, the more you can access the unseen and bring it into the tangible. One more thing I want to add about this topic of uncertainty and confusion is that we do have a really great opportunity here, and this is where the combination of, of optimism and these Neptunian energies are coming into play. We have a really great opportunity to get to deeper levels of embracing the unknown and uncertainty. And the way that we do that is this through the surrender and trust in a higher source and force. So the deeper we can get into our spiritual work to put, put coins in our bank of our spiritual connections, which is really the only thing certain and, and unchanging, right, in our lives and, and possibly afterwards, um, the more we connect, connect with that higher plan and, and that belief in um, that, that even if it seems like something isn't working out, the belief that, there's, that we don't have the full vantage points that the higher divine source might probably has from you know, being able to see the all that is, developing that deep connection with spirit can really help to it changed the experience of uncertainty and confusion because if we can just remind ourselves that just because we don't know what's going on, that, that we still can trust that things are conspiring for our good and that there is a bigger plan in play, even if it seems like we're having setbacks and to sort of relax into the knowing of that experience can be one of the profound healing experiences of this Jupiter and Neptune conjunction. 
Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energy and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology-inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful, comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon, and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye.